What up, this is your boy DJ EFN. You might know me as a drink champ, but first and foremost, I'm a proud father. I linked up with two of my other dad homies, Manny Digital and KGB, to start the Fatherhoods podcast. Each week, we bring you insider hip-hop stories, parenting, and advice and therapy. The saying is true, it takes a village, and we humorously serve as each other's trusted counsel in figuring out how not to screw up being a good dad. Fatherhood's Fatherhood's Podcast. Beats, rhymes, and diapers. Yo, Fatherhood's fam, when you're out and about with your baby and they start wilding out, what do you do? Most dudes are fumbling through the traditional baby bag their lady prepped for them, trying to find that one thing that will calm the kid down. That doesn't have to be your life. Dig no more. The firstborn diaper backpack from Fly Dad has over 21 compartments to have everything right where you need it to be for you and your baby and keeping you fly through the process. Get $20 off when you visit flydadgear.com slash fatherhoods. You guys uh, see me? Yeah. You your techie problem, bro? Now you're now frozen again. Frozen again. That's oh, a good look, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm having bandwidth issues, I guess. But uh, welcome back. Hey. Well, what up? What's um, the word? Yo, so much has gone on in the last few weeks in all of our lives. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know who wants to start or what you're willing to talk about, but I'll give you the I'll give you the little recap. I'm not gonna get too deep in it. Yeah, I'm not gonna get too deep into it because you know a couple of years from now or years from now, I don't want my son right. to be all fucking pissed off at me. <laughs> we're divulging. Yeah, um, we haven't started yet, right? Yeah, yeah we, we did. Yeah. yeah, we're recording. Oh damn! I was gonna bring something else up. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry guys, um, we have secrets we have to keep from you every now and again. <laughs> but I will say, I, I will say that um, we've been going through. So, uh, my son through the years has had little waves of uh, I don't know if it's anxiety or just nervousness or kind of like keyed into things that kind of set him off and and made him nervous. Um, like when he was younger, there was a time where like he was really afraid of throwing up after he threw up kind of violently, and so that set him off and you know took however long it took for him to kind of get over that there was a time period where uh he was kind of in his head about not being able to fall being nervous about falling asleep and then that in turn made it hard for him to fall asleep you know those kind of cycle things you start worrying about something and then it you, you know what you're worrying is why the worry is what is what makes it worse for you other than just kind of not worrying about it you know uh so for the i guess for the past month now we've been dealing with um we've been dealing with um he's all of a sudden just something snapped and he's he's definitely in kind of an anxious and worry state um way more heightened than i've ever seen it before um and without you know getting too into it i mean it it it, it definitely there was like a, a cross-country meet that he was in first time doing it it was hot as shit he went and he, he finished the meet and he 
um you know he, he can be competitive so he pushed himself but afterwards you know he felt like he was going to pass out and the kid next to him who was running threw up across the finish line and you know so i think that sparked some old some old shit on the on the throwing up and then also the um uh just he had never felt like that before like ready to pass out after exercise so that kind of shook him up and then from there i think that just kind of opened floodgates um into other things like um you know dealing with middle school and and friend friendship you know i think uh, look we've it's, it's been a year since we moved um and we're in a different place it's a different vibe the the the, the kids out here are interested in different things and than he was kind of used to and so i think it's been uh you know it's been a a little bit of a struggle for him to try to feel connected and a connection and um and then going from elementary to middle school there's a lot more decisions to make there's just a whole lot of different dynamics going on so it's it's um it's been a thing and it's been um the you know the, the worry is one thing um and but it's it's worried to the point where you know it 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 affects him physically which is which is scary to see um and it's also affecting um eating which is really scary and um so it kind of felt like it was getting better after we you know that that we had our own little non-podcast fatherhood convos <laughs> a couple yeah, weeks ago right. and and um you know we 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 let him make the decision to kill cross country and kind of get over that and um things seemed to be okay and then he still had some worry and anxiety it's just kind of morphing into different into different things and like um and so school the school factor seems to be a big play in this cuz on the weekends he's pretty he's pretty chill he's fine um and when he comes home at night he's hungry and ready to eat it's the morning and lunch that he's you know he's waking up in worry he's not able to eat not able to school some of the times where he's been at school you know he's he's felt like he's ready to break down he's needed to see the counselor like a whole Mm -hmm. host of things going on so it's interfering you know with that as well um and and he's got um you know it's i mean it's such a you know it's kind of a head fuck because it's you know here's a kid who you know he could get on a skateboard and do a 12 foot drop you know even though he was scared to do it but he did it but then you know he gets in his head about some of this other stuff uh and loses confidence and um and it really, you know, it's really affecting him. And, um, you know, we're trying the best we can, you know, we, I guess kind of, I don't know, different approaches just seem to fail. <laughs> it's really up to him at the end of the day. We, you know, it's frustrating because, and you know, we, we're not inside his head. We're not him. We can't flip the switch. We can't, we can only encourage him. Um, because it's really up to him to take the action. And I'm not saying it's easy um, because, you know, once for all of us that have ever gotten inside our heads or talked to ourselves out of doing shit or got nervous or whatever, you know, um, 
it's hard. So, um, like I said, the the eating is a big issue. He's lost some weight from it, um, and so are the 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 school called us or has been in touch with us and recommended that it seems like he probably needs some extra folks to talk to. Yeah. Um. So uh, we are going to, you know, see what a see what an intro to therapy looks like. Um. And I've always been a little bit hesitant. I've talked to you guys about this. I've always been a little bit hesitant about it for kids because my mind frame has been a little bit different. I, I'm not experienced in therapy at all. I've not done it. I know it's helpful for a lot of people. You know, I always kind of thought, especially when it comes to kids, well, maybe it's maybe it might be detrimental because it acts could it act as a crutch right could it be one of those things where they think that they need to talk to a therapist or to someone when anything bad happens or they can't figure it out and make decisions on their own um i was actually talking to a friend shout out to jamal for his advice because he's he's uh he's dealt with this um with with his kid um he said, instead of looking at it as a crutch, look at it as an opportunity to, you know, give your kid some potential tools so that they can learn how to kind of learn some different techniques and learn some different things early on in the game. And that hopefully that helps them and gives them the tools should these things, you know, appear later on in life. And they kind of already know how to, how to, how to, how to deal how to with use, these things, how to, how to use, use the tools. Those- yeah. yeah. So one, once sure you it's the right match, though. Yeah, for the sure. For sure. That's where what I experienced was I felt was detrimental to me as, and also that he wants to do it because my mom felt guilt of of my parents divorcing was forcing me into these things where I was not really into it. <clears throat> yeah, he seems like he's he wants people to talk to. I think the talking through it helps him, um, and so we're gonna at least try it and see what this person is like um you know i'm I'm not advocating for like um you know i I don't want a uh pharmaceutical solution or any of that kind of stuff you know that's that's not what we're aiming for it's more of hey can maybe there's someone else who has way more experience and can provide some tools that we just are totally overlooking um and i don't know you know different approaches of just I I snapped this morning. I lost it this morning, unfortunately. Um, With him, what does that, yeah, what does that mean? Yeah. Oh, like you you got on his case? Damn, I've been getting on his case, but it was you know like yelling, <laughs> getting yeah. on his case, like like I, like snap out of it type shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, it just but also just like because I you know you get worried and when you don't when you see him not eating or having trouble eating, uh, it, it you get that fear of like don't do this to yourself. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. And I was just having such a hard time watching what was transpiring. And we've been going through this every morning. And, and, and I, when, uh, so I lost my cool for sure. Um, on the flip side, in turn, that pissed him off and actually made him eat more than <laughs> he usually would. Cause he was mad at me and kind like of to saying, prove you wrong. Yeah. Normal? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Wow. It was kind of, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was odd. It was odd. Not, you know, uh, but so he's also been you- like that in the past. Sometimes you got, sometimes like we've had to just 
not literally shake the shit out of them, but do something to shake the shit out of them to shock them a little bit. Yeah. But that's not really the approach I want to take, you know, but it was a, it was an unintentional short term, uh, thing that happened. So anyway, I probably said too, you know, more than I want. <laughs> I'm gonna to say, say about this. <laughs> and kind of just laid it all out. But um, is, but is he fighting he, going to school in the morning? Sometimes, um, but he also knows that that's not gonna. It's not. An that's option. also it's, it's it's not an option, and it's not it's uh it's not a way out of this as well. Have you gotten the sense at all that it is, is it potentially tied to? A specific kid or a group of kids in the school, like bullying. No, nah, we've no, nah, we we went down that route, and doesn't seem doesn't seem to be that. Again, who the hell knows, right? We're not there, yeah. but I, but no, I think I think it's more just like uh, like I don't know. He's he said something interesting. I, we were kind of talking about like, all right, well. We've just been trying, like, throwing out all kinds of different scenarios and seeing, like, what shakes him a little bit. And I was like, well, I was like, well, fuck it. You know, if, if this is going to be what it's like every day, then there's no use in going to the school. And we'll just go go to a different school. <laughs> you know, like, if this is really what it's going to be about. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I'm like, but mind you, if you go to this other school, you're going to be back in elementary school, right? Because the schools are a little different in how they, in, in how they operate. <laughs> or, 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 or what or what the you know same grade but you know this school said middle level. school right this you you threw the whole like you're about to go get left back so <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so first couple so first couple gonna times, level down <laughs> yeah so first couple times he was like oh geez and then said it again once we were just talking because it's like a non-stop conversation yeah about this as it uh, probably should be that's, that's I guess right. I'm I'm really I get pretty exhausted about talking about yeah. it because that's all he's talking about and and in in a sense I feel like Jesus he needs to I I got to find a diversion for him to do pour his energy into something else for a little bit um but he said something that was interesting where it was um He's like, yeah, I don't really, I don't want to go back to elementary school. He goes, but you know, the only good thing about elementary school is like everything was already planned out for you in terms of um, where you're sitting, where you have to sit at lunch. Yet, you know, there's there's not a whole lot of decisions to be made. Mm-hmm. Now you're in the mix of making a lot of, you have the freedom to make your decisions. Who are you going to sit with at lunch? Where are you going to go? What are you going to, you know, all this that kind creates of, the awkwardness that, that sometimes happens. Of, and, yeah. A hundred percent of just like, uh, who do I really, if he, if he doesn't, if he's not really clicking with a whole lot of people, then where does he sit and who does he talk to? Or, you know, what does he it, do? Read that, that whole almost, thing. It almost puts the spotlight on him a little bit as like the odd man out. If he's not, clicking right. or sitting in someone where they would want someone else to sit and right all and that the, kind of stuff and the funny thing is like he's he's like like the kids there like him he's likable you know um never really had an issue where kids are hating on him um i think he's being more <laughs> selective or thinking that you know he can't like it's almost like he's thinking if he's going to talk to someone or hang out with someone, it's got to be like his closest friend in the world where it's like, nah, you know, you can, you can move around and be cool with people. It doesn't mean, you know, like there's maybe some 
kids that you're going to play basketball with. There's some kids that you're going to play tag with, you know, or whatever, whatever the interests are. It doesn't mean you have to like have the closest bond with them, but it's just go bounce around, hang out, see who's cool. Who's not, you know, um, is, is the, you mentioned something that I almost took as like maybe the, the, amount of independence or a you know need to make more decisions on his own is potentially one of those fear factors for him i think it probably is um and i and i think and i but see i think that it was the trigger from you know cross country or whatever or worrying about right passing out or throwing up or whatever it is now like unlocked Morphed. all these other things cuz he yeah. was Cause he was, um, you know, these were still conversations we're having. It's not like he was super comfortable, but it wasn't like stopping him in his tracks or anything prior to this. Like, you know, he'd been in school for already a month or two, two months or something. And he was, he was maneuvering and doing his thing. It wasn't until this one episode that it kind of all of a sudden now everything is an issue, you know what I mean? And everything is something to be worried about. So it, it, it brings a, an example of something that happened to me recently. So, you know, my daughter, she's 16. She's a junior in high school. She's now evaluating schools. Like she's Mm -hmm. trying to get a feel for what college she likes, that type of, you know, all that kind of decision-making. And she's been visiting some schools and my wife and I try to give her a reality check every so often because her habits are not going to be conducive to her being successful when she goes from high school to college. Right. Or or she still might academically be strong because she's she's an honor student. She has been. That's what she's used to. So she's very fearful. She she excels academically based on fear. Hmm. And and I think anything you do with fear as the motivator is like, you know, it, it, it can I, I don't necessarily think it's always a healthy thing. But um, for instance, like she'll go to sleep mad late. She'll wait forever to do her homework. Oh, she'll okay. get it done, but she'll go to sleep at like one, two in the morning to be up oh, at right, 545. Right. It's not sustainable. So should, we were talking about like, yo, when you go to college and you keep doing that, here's how that potentially could pan out for you and take it for people that have been to college and have seen this happen. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and then we start throwing other things that she has to think about and decisions that she's going to have to make on her own when she's there. Cause once you go to college, like, the the professors aren't sending us the grades. Like you got to manage all that. You got to make sure you're at the class, whatever, whatever. And she commented to us like, like scared out of her mind. Like I don't want, I don't want to be an adult. Yeah. Like I don't want to have to make these decisions. Man. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. And she's 16, so I can imagine yeah. if your son is feeling that at 10, 11. I'm sorry, 11. Like, I'm, it sounds like some yeah. of that has something to do with what he's going through. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Ugh. I mean, don't you, you don't you guys remember being, you know, like going to junior high for the first time and, and having to do, I mean, maybe because everybody's probably had a different, you know, in different places. But I remember going to junior high for the first time and it being the locker and walking around and getting to the classes and mm-hmm. not knowing the lay of the land of the school. And you just yeah, felt like sucked. you were just like you were just thrown <laughs> yeah. into this thing and expected right. to figure it out. Yeah, with with kids that seems way older at a point, you know. Yeah, and you're and it's and it's mad scary, man. It's it's scary. It's like they don't prepare you for that. The the, the transition for me that I can think of that was most like impactful was because I didn't. My school went from kindergarten through eighth grade, mm-hmm. so I didn't really have like a junior high 
you know, division there. But when I went to high school, I went to an all boys Catholic high school in the Bronx. And so just think a school full of dudes who are assholes to each other from jump. Right. You go into this new pond as the small fish. And now you got, like you said, E, like you got to figure out what classes to be at. All this disciplinary shit that you got to figure out and accountability. Nobody's really trying to help you. Everybody's actually trying to pick on you. It's you the fresh, fresh meat, right? So it's like, all right, let's make this motherfucker's life hell. And right. and so you have those pressures. And it was, it was traumatic. Um, the only saving grace, I guess, in my experience was there was a class of us that were going through a lot of the same shit as freshmen. So we kind of started to help each other as we navigated, you know, but even still among us, we were like trying to push each other into the wrong direction to like get a laugh. Yeah. So, but I mean, the good, the good news about the, I mean, the, the school is at now, I mean, they, the, the middle school, they kind of keep it section. So that it's like the fifth and sixth graders are on one side and still not having a ton of interaction with each other. The fifth graders are still more, kind of monitored as and not totally let loose like the sixth graders and then you have the seventh and eighth graders on the other side um, oh, okay yeah so i don't know dude I'm like but i mean look the, the good thing is you're able you guys are working through it right knowing that there's a that area that that there is a problem i think is a huge advantage here because a lot of kids suffer in silence, and that is what causes a lot of the shit that you see that's, like, horrendous, right? Yeah, so, nah, that's a good point. I mean, I'm just not used to seeing it, like, you know, to see someone who's always had so much kind of, like, positive energy and active and ready to get up to see him, like, just even his posture and hand on the face, not wanting to get up, and you know, just, ah, man, it's heartbreaking, does Yeah. Yeah, that's not easy to to see that, you know. Um, Now, the other thing is, uh, and I'm sure, you know, again, sorry, my son, should you ever hear this? (laughs) (laughs) Not trying to put you on blast, but he's starting to go through puberty as well. So I'm Mm. pretty sure that, you know, that's a big part of it. This this has a a lot to do with it as well. It could be a lot of hormonal stuff going on. Yeah, definitely. Actually, you're raising it. Very interesting point because and it's and it's early puberty. Yeah, because right? eleven years old. Yeah, so and um, I, I did I did read that that kind of pre-puberty, early puberty does does cause extra nervousness and anxiety issues and things like that. So I'm, I'm hearing I think that that's from probably your parents. culprit. Hmm. I'm, I'm I'm hearing that from some fifth grade parents that their kids are acting very differently, and there is like a. Not, they don't say depression, but you know, more leaning toward like an awkward sense yeah. of pain. Yeah. All right. Well, glad anyway, we. Were I, I, I didn't mean to hijack the whole episode, but that's no, this, no, this, no. This, this is what's been happening. This is important. That's important. I'm sure. I'm sure there's a lot of folks listening that can empathize with that. And I mean, look, the truth is, like, selfishly, like, wh- why? Part of the reason why we do what we do here is to lean on each other, right? right. And so, this is opportune time even though we had our private moments that you know we, we spoke about this like it's, it's also therapeutic to be able to do it kind of in this in this form so thanks for sharing and yeah to your son when you do listen to this like know that the intention is not to make you seem like the oddball here like it's really more about just trying to help your dad kind of process what's going on because at the end of the day like you're going through some stuff and so are your parents 
So we're trying to ease it all kind of into conversation. Yeah. And if you ever does hear this, thank you for being our fourth listener. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and if there are other listeners out there who have dealt with this or similar things, uh, you know, it'd be it'd be be nice to to hear how other folks dealt with this or how it played out as well. So yeah, hit us up at Fatherhoods Pod. That's an S, not a Z, folks. Fatherhoods Pod uh, on IG and let us know the DMs. Oh um, yeah, that's that's what's popping to this this go around. So I I don't know if it's related. Now that we were just talking about um, your situation, Kay, my son has had a little bit of a spat. Um, it, it manifested most recently as him coming home from school. And saying that his one of the teachers in the school, she's a therapist actually in the school. Um, he said she the the word aggressive is probably overboard. Okay. But she firmly, firmly grabbed his head mm. and then turned it to her and told him, stop making poor decisions. Eesh. And so he didn't obviously like to be touched that way. Yeah. Um, he came home and told me, which I'm grateful for because very easily the way my son tends to lie a lot. Mm-hmm. And so it's very easy for me to call him on bullshit and that trigger him not to want to tell me anything because right. what comes out of his mouth, he may feel like I'm going to consider bullshit. Yeah. So I'm glad that he was able to tell me. Now, it's like the second incident in one week. This one the teacher being kind of the one at fault for, for what he explained. And then prior, like a few days before he got roped into this little group of kids that kind of surrounded another kid and somebody yelled pants. And I, we, I didn't know what that meant. He said he didn't know what that meant, but somebody went and pulled the kid's pants down, not all the way, but enough where it's uncomfortable. Right. And so my son was a, a part of that crew. So the did, teachers... Didn't you, didn't you say this was his ex-friend? Uh, no, no, no. They're still friends. They're still friends. They're okay. still friends. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so it was like something he claims he didn't know about. He was really like bothered about this. One, because he got in trouble. And when he got in trouble, they sent a, a notice home. Uh-huh. Um, and that notice, uh, we had to read, sign. So obviously, so we know what, what happened. Right. Um, but he was very... I believe that he just he really didn't know what pants meant. They, it, it felt like the way he described it, they were kind of almost like playing tag, right? Like somebody darted out and then everybody chased them and then she was going to like corner him and like play around or whatever. Right. Um, and so so that happened. And when he came home, he knew he had to talk to me. Because he had to notice like there's no way around it. And the first thing out of his mouth was, Dad, something happened in school, and I need you to listen to me before you react. <laughs> and I was like, shit. <laughs> okay. Right. I am a I can be a fucking monster if that's how you if that's how you say it, right? <laughs> so so I said, you know, as soon as he said, Dad, I need to talk to you, I, I felt myself get like tense. Mm. And then I and as soon as I heard him and I digested what he said, I said, All right, cool. Let me sit down and just be quiet. Still like me mugging. Right? I'm still like angry already without hearing anything. He walks me through what I just explained to you guys. And and I'm keeping it cool and I'm asking him questions. I'm like, yo, but that's your boy. Like, how you he was like, oh, I really didn't know. I thought we were just goofing around, whatever. I was like, all right, cool. I can understand that. 
Um, and then this happens with the teacher. Mm. Uh, and and I know that what she's her intention, the way he described it, was basically her telling him, like, yo, you're better than that. Like, be be the person that you know you are. Don't follow a crowd of people that are up to no good. But I didn't like her touching his head, neither did he. So mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I reached out. I reached out to the principal. I reached out to every his homeroom teacher and whoever else um, was around. And that and, and that teacher. So I didn't have I didn't have her information. Oh, okay, I, got it, got I referenced it, got it. her to the principal, and I was like, "Look, I'd love to have a conversation with her. Here's what my son told me. I don't appreciate you know this kind of behavior." And we've had an amazing experience in that school with my eldest graduating from there and all mm. this stuff and my youngest also being a part of the school. So I'm like, like, I just, I really just want to understand, but I need you guys to understand, understand from my perspective, like, yo, putting your, your hands on my kids is, is not okay. So the, the lady calls me, I speak to her, um, super nice lady. Um, she's historically a social worker and she explained to me kind of what actions she took. She took accountability for putting her hands on him. Mm-hmm. And and basically corroborated to a large degree what my son said. Okay. Which which I appreciate because my because of my relationship with my son, I know him to kind of embellish a whole lot. Right. So this time the accuracy was so high that I was like, okay, that's great. Check. Now I was I told her, I was like, look, I, I just I'm seeking to understand. I, I'm I think I understand where your intentions were, but I'd love to hear kind of how this unfolded and she explained and yada, yada. And it was cool. Like I appreciated that she was trying to lead him down the path that she knows he's capable of going versus this other one. But then she kind of told me a little bit about kind of, (laughs) she kind of snitched on him a little bit about other things that have happened that she or the teachers didn't feel like were enough to like raise to the parents, but kind of like a pattern. And what yeah. she explained to me was being in fifth grade in that school, they're like, they're the seniors. Right? right. So those kids get out of pocket, particularly the boys. It's kind of like a rite of passage for, for them leaving the grade. Uh, and so, uh-huh. and plus the hormonal shit that's going on in these kids, like that's a perfect combination of them to try to act out and yeah. try to get away with shit. So I'm, I'm level, level setting here. I'm like, that all seems very logical. And I appreciate that you guys are like blowing a whistle every single time some little shit happens because you got to kind of let things, you know, right, figure themselves right, out. Right. And so we spoke and I was like, look, I, I would appreciate she she offered. I, I'm happy to go apologize to him and let him know what my intentions were. But I want you to know as a father, like, here's where I'm coming from. And I won't do that anymore. I can understand why you're upset about that. Uh, and it was cool. Very amicable. It was the ideal ending to that that conversation. Then I told her, look, I would really still like to meet in person. Um, and I'd like my son to be there because I, I both want to rehash what we just talked about in front of him. But so all the expectations are clear. But I also want to almost like sit, have like a united front along with you so that he knows that when you folks hold him justly accountable, that we're going to support that as well Uh uh um and so that's that's happening tomorrow but it was it was a really like i i'm sure a lot of parents that are listening to this the the first reaction for if you hear your kids say some shit like that it's like i'm gonna go kill somebody right or or like a negative you know reaction right (laughs) and and i let my mind go there for a split second and then i said nah 
because I was a kid. I know I push boundaries a whole hell of a lot. And so I'm sure to some extent, my son has some blame here. It doesn't excuse touching him, but I can understand like back a little bit before my time, the nuns that used to run the, the Catholic school. We used to get our ass whooped in school. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no. It was rulers all over your hands. Like they grab the ears, the 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 yeah. paddle. The, the, yeah, and, and again, my teacher used to hit us in the hand with a big ass hand. Bam! <laughs> and those people would be in jail today, right? So, like, again, not excusing it, but I could I could understand it. I could rationalize it. So, so now it's it's like an interesting dynamic in my house because now I'm like, yo, you you gotta. I, I told him like. One of the things that the teacher said was like, he's cursing in on the bus, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, cursing seems to be big right now. I curse a lot in the house, not at my kids, but around my kids. My wife every so often does as well. I'm, I look at my kids. I told him, I was like, look, it's not a far-fetched conclusion for me to think that you're cursing because I, I'm teaching it to you. I, I, I acknowledge that. But at the same time, there's a time and a place. Right. And I get the whole like, yo, you saying slick shit on the bus makes you look a particular way to a certain group of people. Right. I can understand it. Yeah. But I was like, know when to use that. I'm not. So long as you're not doing this so much around us, I think we're okay. I yeah, get I told, it. I told my son, just don't get caught. <laughs> like, yeah. Do what you're going to do. Yeah. Be smart. Exactly. Don't get caught. So anyhow, like I, I there's, there's almost like this new level of understanding and maturity happening as a result of these few incidents seems like actually miles. more positive yeah it, it has been it has been and, and that's that's kind of what the moral of the story is here it's like i could have let this in- incident with the teacher mount to be something completely off the wall also the one right before that where he was kind of roped in with this other crew i chose the high road and to try to try to put myself in his shoes right versus like force a doctrine that I think is the right one because I'm the parent, he's the child. And like, right. I want us to be looking, looked at a particular way. And like, I was like, fuck all that. Like the truth of the matter is you're going to go through life and make, make choices that may not always be the right choice, but it's not necessarily going to define you unless you continue to be that person all the way through. So you need that room to navigate and be able to experiment and like learn. And so I'm not trying to cripple that opportunity. I'm also I'm trying to support it, but also expand the guide ra- guardrails here so that he knows, like, yo, all right, I I'm getting too far off course here. Let me go veer back. It sounds like the natural progression of parenting. So it's like you reach the the like the next level of like the mature, like the he's maturing. You know, the 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 parent child relationship is maturing. You know, different responsibilities on him and 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 the trust is different. Seems like yeah. it's a natural progression. Yeah, I didn't think about it like that, but that that's that's exactly what it feels like. It's like we reached a new level uh right. of, of our relationship. Yeah. Kids, man. How you holding <laughs> up, E? <laughs> My shit next episode because <laughs> my kids, too heavy my daughter's walling out my kids are out. <laughs> oh man um <laughs> damn oh um have you guys been keeping up with the the news yeah Israeli i don't, I don't conflict? know that I seems like a very want to talk about that yeah it's a very <laughs> very uh 
just sad all the way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 yeah. It's horrible. I, I have a few clients that are in Israel, <laughs> and I, uh, fortunately, they're safe. But you know, at any moment, anything can change, and we've communicated, and they're super empathetic on both sides, which I think is exactly how I feel. Right? Um, terrorism in, in no way, shape, or form is excusable, but. I look at it like, yo, just the human impact, right? Forget all the politics and all the history and all the shit. It's just like, yeah, yeah. Civilians caught in the crossfire of any side is just never cool. It's terrible. Yeah, and so. I, and I, and I, you know, my kids know that I have clients in in Israel, and they, you know, they they see kind of what's happening, and they're they're being they're privy to some of the information, and they're kind of just like, you know, we're we're not there, so we don't necessarily feel the full impact. Neither do they, but me explaining to them some of the, the terror that these people are facing, like they're kind of like, it, it's humbling. Right. And I'm noticing that about them and just understanding kind of the world a little bit more different. Um, so yeah. Anyway, all that to say, like, yo, I, I'm keeping all those folks in my, in my thoughts and prayers because it's a really, really tough scenario. Just seeing children, you know, being affected is as a parent is tough. It's heartbreaking. But, All right, oh. boys. On that somber <laughs> it's note, it's been sobering, uh, sobering episode. But no, it's good. Good to yeah talk about all this shit. Um, uh so if you like what you've heard to this point, whether it be this episode or any others in the past, we humbly ask that you share it. Um, fatherhoods.com slash episodes. You can find your favorite and just send a link to whoever it is that you think would benefit from it. We also would appreciate any follows on Instagram um, at Fatherhoods Pod, and uh, yeah, we'd love to hear from y'all. So if you do have any questions, comments, thoughts, um, we get a lot of information, a lot of interesting takes from folks that help inform kind of what direction we go with the pod. So please share. Instagram is the perfect place. So at at Fatherhoods Pod, and we'll see you guys next week. Yeah. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to your child. Be a father to your child.